Welcome back to Push Push. I'm Danielle Davis. I'm Shannon Kessler. And we are here and we are ready to talk all things Russia on this episode of Push Push, Girlfriend's Guide to Formula One Racing. This is my favorite day of the week Always. when we record. Actually, I'll take that back. It's my second favorite day of the week because race day is my favorite. Oh my gosh, yes. And then when we get to recap the race, I love it so race much. Race day was so good this week. What did you do other than racing? In off the, the last, grid? Off, yeah, what were you up to off the grid? Off the grid. <laughs> this weekend, let's see what I do off the grid. Um, nothing that terribly nothing exciting. If you nope, I'm really trying, to, trying to put my brain. Oh, oh you did yay, so I much did. styling. I did. I had uh, my my real job, my other job. <laughs> I had some styling. Um, as a, a some styling things happening. So there was a big like metalhead concert in louder town. Than life and, is what it's called. Yes, yeah. louder than life. And I had a, a wonderful styling client that reached out and wanted help to do like full looks for all three days that they had tickets and so we did hair and makeup and outfits and like the whole nine yards and it was so much fun and it was just just enough like it was really kept me busy for like you know minimal time each day so I was like <laughs> this is great I love this this is so nice <laughs> I was out partying with the youth yeah how was partying with the youth I Daniel? went to a, a wedding on Saturday and like a not you know I've haven't been to weddings in a while and then back-to-back weekends with weddings is it's changed but this one was a, a, a youth wedding <laughs> not a youth she's a grown adult woman 25 years old but you know as I just felt young again yeah felt like the mom and mean girls I was like oh you kids keep me young it was beautiful <laughs> um it was at this like farm Ashbourne farm here it was gorgeous it looked like Napa Valley I did see some pictures because a friend of mine did the floral oh, arrangements yeah. for that, and it was gorgeous. I was yeah. like, "Holy cow!" That I mean, it doesn't even look like it's it's right down the road from where I live. Yeah, and I'm like, I had no idea. It's it so nice out here. <laughs> I felt young again. Yeah, fantastic. But I didn't feel as young when I woke up after no. said oh, wedding for no. this early race time. Uh, yeah. The alarm went off, and I drug myself just from my bed to my couch. That was, you know what, now that you say it, I did do um, a shrimp boil on Saturday night and there was a lot of wine that I drank just by myself. And you're right, that 7 a.m. I was like, oh. Yeah, one eye cracked Ooh. open and yeah. I said, oh, it's race day. You know, and, and to I gotta be honest, do it for the crew. I didn't think the start of the race was all that exciting. Like it was, you know, like maybe left one or two. I was like, okay, you know, that's good. I mean, I did. Well, of course you did, because your boy sweet Carlos was <laughs> chilly, in was, the first place. <laughs> he came out hot. <laughs> he did coming out like the hot chili pepper he is. And then it didn't. But well, it actually worked out cooled. better for him. Than, he cooled off. <laughs> than expected, or yeah. no, not than expected. He did. He did great. Way, so. No, he actually he had a really. Um, he was a, a very interesting driver to watch this race. This whole race, though, I feel like people were dropping up and down throughout it way more than. Than normal, but anyways, let's start back off at the beginning at Sochi. Let's let's not get started in the middle. No, well, start at the very beginning. A very good place to start. Very- <laughs> <laughs> Shout out sound of music. Um, so after qualifying, mm-hmm. crazy qualies, crazy qualies. So many new engines, so many new power units. Right, and okay, so there you're allowed three engines per season. So I'm going to nod and say yes, yes because okay. you have determined that that is the correct answer and I'm <laughs> taking yes. your word for it. So you get three engines per season, but if something happens to one of those and you have to change out to a whole new one that you did not start the season with, then you have what is called a grid penalty for an engine. And you got to go to the back of the line. Go to the back of the line. So, But so many people were going to the back of the line and then the back of the line got crowded right it really did and it was and it was people vying for where in the back of the line it was so much strategy Haas was like what's all this what's all this red car business back here (laughs) yeah they're like what are all of you all doing back here we haven't seen you all year (laughs) you don't belong back here (laughs) yeah I mean we had Max in the back Max was p20 we had Charles he was what 19 p19 P19, and then after well that was all determined by because they had they had announced that before qualifying started right and then after i guess then it's based on where you start is based on how you finish in qualifying but then max had the grid penalty is a whole thing there's all kinds of weird maths and rules and things but then valtteri Mm -hmm. 
and new engine yeah he's just like i'll take one (laughs) throw one in there (laughs) whatever i'll do it i i'll do what i do and just you know make my way through the pack it's fine and then somebody else did jump nazi did too Mm -hmm. or did he get a new I think he got a new like box, like a power. Oh, like the um the steering. Yeah, <laughs> if you well, could see right yeah, here, we're like we're driving <laughs> over here. Um, yeah, so there was it was crowded back there. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was kind of interesting to watch that start with them in the back, and then you go to the front of the grid, and it was like everybody. I mean, we were having a boy band front row grid sesh, which makes Daniel's. Little Grinch heart grow so big. So big. <laughs> we had, we had Lando. Yep. We had Carlos. Yep. We had George. Mm-hmm. My favorite. That's my favorite boy band right there. <laughs> one, two, three. And then we had Lewis. Lewis. You know, Lewis is like we're gonna get a lot. We're, Shannon's gonna get one more, more than one minute of Lewis love today. Oh, thank goodness, you guys. <laughs> I was really trying to figure out how am I gonna get this in in one minute, and I was like, you know what? Bullshit. Like she was gonna. <laughs> More than one minute this week. She's going to use her micro machine voice. <laughs> just blah, 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 blah. Exactly. Yeah, it was great. So, yeah, I loved the the front row. The front row was very... It brought me so much joy. So fun. And so then the race started and my sweet little chili pepper, Carlos, went straight to f- the front and then he was and, overtaken. Well, we had Dana Ricardo up in there, too. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, he yeah. He was yeah, yeah. nice and all that papaya, that team papaya just like sprinkled in. Yeah, sprinkled in. It's nice. That's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> um, but so, the real story was also on Team Papaya, but it was yeah, Lando. But not in a great way. So there was, okay, I wrote this down. In lap 47, the rain in That's Sochi. That's when shit hit it was, the it, fan. And spoiler alert, if you have not watched the race, just go ahead and fast forward yeah. through this part of the podcast. We will give you oh, a ding you meant- at the end so that you know that the spoiler alerts are over. Because I do know some people haven't watched. They don't always watch the race before they press play on the podcast. Yeah. Which I'm like, that's, that's on, on you. That's but- on you. <laughs> but also, okay. if you haven't, you also need to fast forward to lap like 40. 47. <laughs> yeah. Right. When shit gets crazy. Because we're super lucky. At the start of the race, the camera crew pans out over the ocean, mm-hmm. over the Black Sea. Oh, yeah. And they kind of, and it's, they're like, it's impending. It's coming. Guys, it's coming. We just don't know when. And this is... Also interesting because I'd like to know who's in charge of the um, meteorology department in each team because they need an Al Roker like Sky Sports <laughs> needs their own. We need Al Roker and I also need Koronaki, Steve Koronaki yeah. to break down the grid for me sometimes. So I'm like, give me who's like pull, move people around mm-hmm. in your little khakis and show me how we're going to get break to the down end the of the season. Exactly. I need to see it. Koronaki style. Um, but they're they're off in the distance. They can see the rain coming, and it's like okay, Sochi's not it's not rained out, so that's a plus. I mean, yeah, you know this is great. And it takes you know it takes a while for the rain to get there, so it's like maybe lap forty three is when it starts to like sprinkle, and it's like ah, the craziest part okay. to me though is that the way the track at Sochi is set up is that you know there's one straightaway that's closer to the ocean, and then they move. And so, of course, that's the part that got rained on first, but it just was a little bit different experience of watching something where they're they're like, oh, there's rain on this part, and then they, like, drive out of it. Yeah, it's like on the back turn, there's rain, but yeah. it's dry on the front, and it's like, that's so weird. Yeah, it, it was, was a little bizarre. It was. It and was. then you'd see when one person would hit it, like, where they came through, and they're like, oh, yeah, it's raining now, yeah. you know, and it, it was... That timeline was different than I feel like you're used to when it's just like, oh, it's raining and everywhere it's raining. Yeah, you know? everywhere it gets kind of crazy. So lap 47. Actually, before we talk about lap 47, we have to talk about what was going on like in the pits because pit lane was pit a lane was hot a mess. mess. Like I some really slow pit stops on uh, multiple teams. And I don't know who's running back left tire for these teams, but that guy is not going to have a job today. Like well, I'm Ferrari sure. especially. <laughs> He is getting lit up. And then Red Bull had some slow. Red Bull had some slow pits. Um, I mean, we can't even. Daniel Ricardo's yeah, pit McLaren was really slow. But Lando's first pit was, it was fine. But Ricardo's was not. I and was then, like, ooh. Yeah, it, yeah. The pit was. The pit was not a hot spot to have like great activity going on. So that was kind of putting people in weird spots because Carlos got um, a slow pit and then it took him out of the lead of the race. That's yeah where that well, all happened. And I just, this was a race where people were going from first to 12th to fifth to back. I mean, 
the way I saw um, a, gra- a uh, graphic on, I think it's on the F1 account, but talking about where each driver started at the race and where they moved on the grid up and down. And it looks like a heartbeat, like an echocardiogram, yes. like they're up and down. And, and I don't feel like the swing is usually as dramatic as it was this week. Agreed. I mean, drama, drama, drama. And people said so she was going to be boring. It was not. Mm, that was not. I mean, it maybe took a while for the drama to get there, but it arrived when the rain arrived. And then when the rain hit, lap 47, Lando starts to slip. And it's like, oh, that's not good. And my heart. Lap 49, Lando was told to enter for new tires. And what is Lando saying? Hell no. Is, he I said, mean, he yells, no. Like, oh, <laughs> very forcefully, yeah. he, he was... is not interested in getting new tires. But you you are on, is it, was he on hards? Is that what he started on? I don't know what he was on, but they needed him to switch to intermediates, which is what you do. For slicks. Right. Mm -hmm. You need to get your rain. And everybody (laughs) was running in to get them. Well, that's, um, that happens on line or lap 49. He's told to come in lap 51. He slides off the track, avoids the barriers, gets back on the track, but does not keep his first place finish. And my heart. He finishes in a P7, (sighs) but he did have the fastest lap. I know, that, but, but like, it was heartbreaking. I don't know it was more heartbreaking watching it happen or watching him in the press conferences afterwards just being he devastated. definitely has that face that holds no secrets. I mean, it's just everything's written on it and you're like, buddy. You could tell that he was trying to put on a good face. I mean, I wanted to just give him a hug. I think everyone did. It felt yeah. like collectively all f1 fans wanted to just give lando a hug i do want to come back to lando after the race in just a minute because i saw a video that i was like that was very interesting um but to finish off lewis hamilton who's been yes this is trying to catch up to lando the entire race ends up coming into first place of course he does Mm -hmm. and then p2 we get max verstappen okay and that that race that he drove an incredible race. He really did. I mean, we say what we say about Max Verstappen, but yeah. we cannot take away that he is one incredible he's, driver. Like we will never be. This is no. not the podcast that coming on and be like, oh, he's a terrible driver. No, that's not. That's not the case. No, at all. we can see the facts. People, we just don't personally like him, but still, great I mean, driver. <laughs> crushed it. Crushed it. It was the same kind of vibe as when Valtteri came from the back. Yes, but I mean, Max just was slow and steady. Yeah. And then and he just had, every time somebody pitted, he just was like, he just kept taking people's spots. Honestly, you know, I think people gave Lando driver of the day because everyone was just so sad for him. But honestly, honestly yeah, Max, it should. Crushed it. Yeah. I mean, I know it, it is sad that Lando didn't take it, but Max was by far the better driver. I mean, yeah, but I think this is where experience is going to come in. So it's like you need to learn to trust your crew and you need to learn to understand that when your team says it's time, like they are seeing things that you cannot see. Like, yeah. yes, you want to chase and you you can see the checkered flag and you're like, I'm almost there. But if you don't trust your team enough to be like, if you don't do what we tell you to do, it's gonna that happen. checkered flag is mm-hmm. not going to happen for you. So that's, you know, that's that rookie mistake that it's like, I know. Lando. I it know it cost made... him big, but it is that does not mean that the heartache is not there. Oh, it just was so sad. Yeah. But then who came in P3, Daniel? Oh, sweet, sweet. Carlos came in <laughs> P3. I was so happy. Honestly, if Checo had passed him at the end, I was going to lose my shit. But you know Checo in there like gunning for it. I oh, mean... of course he was. Well, then I guess didn't uh, Daniel Ricardo come in fourth? I think he did. Did he? Uh-huh, I'm pretty sure. Because okay. I also was going to not speak to you for the rest of the day oh. if he ended up passing him. And I'm pretty sure I remember that vividly okay. in my mind. I was being like, I'm not going to be able to mentally take that on today. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do. <laughs> like, I was just like, it's not, it's going to be a no from me if Daniel <laughs> Ricardo passes Carlos at the end. Because, and you know, Charles was having a great race, but the tires, the same thing. It's the crazy amount of strategy that goes into pit stops. Yeah. And when you pit and all the tire things is a whole other 
like facet. That's of, a layer that we haven't even touched yet on this podcast. It, I think that's coming as a deep dive. But yeah, I mean, it is essential that the driver and the team are one and the same. It's like the Titanic iceberg meme that's always there. It's like the little part that's sticking out is actually the drivers yeah. driving in the race. And there's so much underneath the surface that plays into where they finish and how they start. I mean, it's all. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. But you were right. Daniel did um, mm-hmm. come in P4. So yeah, there's that. Yeah. And that yeah. they and which, you know, sad for me, good for Team McLaren. They've cemented them, themselves ahead of Ferrari in the team standings right now. So, you know, wh- where things fall in line, we are got Mercedes at the top. Mm-hmm. But it's What's their point? Thirty-nine or three hundred and ninety-seven point five. Red Bulls at three hundred sixty-four point five. But with the amount of points you get for those top positions, you know, one great race by Red Bull and one bad race for Mercedes, that could totally switch. Yeah. And then McLaren's at 234 and Ferrari's at 216.5. After that, it is not. It's the, it's not the best really, of the rest, yeah. It's not really worth mentioning after that point. And just a quick uh, rundown of where we are with driver standings right now. Lewis Hamilton yes. is in first place. Um, Max Verstappen. No, wait, I'm reading the wrong thing. That's, I'm sorry. But it's it's true. I'm just, um, I pulled up the wrong step. Right now, they're two points apart in the standings with seven races to go. Yes. So hold on here. There, you know, I think it's going to come down a lot later in the season than we're normally. Yes. Because a lot of times like Lewis has been in Russia or one of these races and claimed the world championship before it's been so out of reach. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a really exciting end of the season being able to have them so close like that. Yeah, because Hamilton is leading with 246.5 points. Verstappen has 244.5 points. Then we have Botas in third with 151 points. It's Um, not. There's no competition. Norris in 139. So like those two are going to be kind of bumping along. But then you've got um, Sergio Perez who has 120 points. Which he overtook the Ferrari guys I feel like this time. Yeah. So those are going to be some interesting moving around for third place uh, third through fifth because charles used to be up there but he dropped down this past race and the last two races haven't been great for him he is at 104 and then carlos is at 112 so you know the fry words are going to be great they're you know they're fine oh yeah they're fine i mean they're fine (laughs) they're fun so many and if you haven't already seen the video of charles leclerc on a bicycle Head on over to our reels, and Danielle has done masterful work, you guys, doing the reels this week. She just, she's my real queen right now. I am. I just need everyone to get on board with how much (laughs) real work I'm doing. But before I talk about my reels, just go watch uh, Charles Leclerc's reel. It's on Scuderary Ferrari. It's also saved in my heart, mind, soul. (laughs) Um, But yes, on my side of things, I have been doing a lot of real work and I'm going to need people to start recognizing my real work. I'm pretty much a cinematographer, videographer, (laughs) production. I mean, hire me box to box films, please. (laughs) I'm ready. We would love that, guys. Come on. Who's going to hire me as their social media? Just real maker. I just want to make reels all day. (laughs) She's really good. Oh, God. I love a pun. I just love them so much. So much. So Okay, now it's time for Shannon's moment to talk about Lewis Hamilton's 100th victory which I speaking of reels I did the reel she did you guys I tried I could not figure it out actually I have notes right there Danielle on the floor I was trying to take notes that's so like when I get down I was like no this isn't this isn't and I'm, out right I'm looking at Shannon because reels are made on your phone and not in notebooks. I know but I, <laughs> <laughs> I had to take some notes about where I wanted the pictures and what time and it wasn't working anywhere um anywho so Okay, but back back to Lewis. Here's your moment. I'm going to let you wax poetic about Lewis Hamilton. So feel free to take this time and share how you feel about Lewis claiming his 100th victory. Well, it's monumental for so many reasons because mm-hmm. he's the only driver in F1 history to have 100 wins yes. under his belt. So that's amazing. If we had a soundboard, I would hit one that had the like, woo, and the clapping. Yeah, yeah so that's... In and of itself, just speaks volume as to him as a driver. It's not just one and done situation, friends. It's a hundred times coming. I wish you guys could see how big <laughs> Shannon's <laughs> smile is right now. She almost can't speak because she's so giddy. Yeah, yeah. No, it's great. So um, as I'm collecting photos to uh, to try to make this real, 
I now have a whole Lewis folder on my phone that I am not embarrassed about. I have no regrets. I will keep it on there until I can no longer have storage on my phone. <laughs> and there were other things that will go before Lewis has to go. Well, I was actually looking to post something else today. And my phone just has 8 million <laughs> pictures of Lewis Hamilton. And I was like, oh, God, I got to get rid of all these photos. Gotta go, gotta go. And just scroll yeah. like three swipes. Yeah. So I posted um, a little video clip on our F1 push push today of Lewis when he's in go-karting and it's like I can only imagine how strong it feels to be in an F1 car and like how much power is behind you and I'm like he just didn't know he just like this little baby face and oh I'm just so proud of him he's just so great I mean 100 wins is great I mean I love that he was able to capture this victory I do feel like it's bittersweet because I, yeah. you know, I as Lando is, I think it's like everyone's fan. You know, everybody can be a He's fan a of fan Lando. Favorite, he is. Yeah. Um, so I know it's hard to do, but I did see a really cool video of the two of them after the race when they were talking to um, to press, and you know, Lewis is. Coming, he's like, oh man, you know, give him a high five, and he's like, you did great out there, and he's like, I wasn't going to come in, you weren't coming in, I wasn't coming in, and you know, he's like, I could see you, he's like right there, like I didn't want to come in. And Lando was like, yeah, or because Lando was like, did you know the ring was coming? And Lewis was like, yeah, they were in my ear telling me. And he's like, well, I guess I didn't have the right, like, I guess my team doesn't have the right weather things that your team has because they're oh, telling snap. me that the rain is just, it's like slight or light. And Lewis was like, oh, no, they were, they were letting me know, like, what was happening. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm just paraphrasing what they're saying, but I'll try oh, to find Oh, I didn't hear that part. Yeah. That's why. I was like, ooh. Oh, shit. Well, and I think okay. that's been a big, uh. Okay, two things. One, I do feel a little bit like Lewis's 100th win got overshadowed by all of that like last-minute drama. It would have been nice for him, for this moment to be more of his moment as opposed to like Lando's losing. You know, I just feel like there was yeah. a lot to compete with in that. And I feel like he's had so many dominant performances where he's gone almost wire to wire that one of those would have been like cooler. It's just, I mean, not to take away anything either from any of them. I just think it got overshadowed a little because yeah. of all the drama. I, yeah, I can see that. But you know what's going to make that okay? If he wins an eighth world title, yeah, world 100%. champion title, then I, mean, I think it's like, it's fine. You can do all of those in one season. Hats off to you. Like, I just think it would have been cooler if it was like, I feel like everyone was prepared for a Lando victory. Yeah. I think people and were then, definitely disappointed that it didn't happen, but also it's like, well, there you go. Lewis. Yeah. You know, like I get it. I totally understand. So I just think that I feel like it, it was his moment, but it didn't get to really be his moment by him, you know, his yeah. own soul. But then I also think it's such an, uh, like it's so indicative of how important, like we said, the teams were because, Lewis's team was like, come in, do this, you know, and mm -hmm. he, he pushed back a little bit, but he said, okay, we're coming in, you know, and that carried him to the championship. And I think that that's like shown a lot in drive to survive. When mm -hmm. I remember that moment when they show Lou, when they followed them, I guess the first time and they show Lewis going back to that room and it's like the tables of computers and all the people, all the analysts and they're breaking down all that footage and I, that stuck out to me as like the difference between Mercedes and all the other teams. And I think that's kind of like yeah. what showed yesterday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Race. There's a, did you hear the the onboard audio of Toto being like, Lewis, you can do this. Oh, no. Oh, it was great. It was great. I loved it. I mean, everybody loves Toto, which we'll talk about. Yeah, they do. <laughs> we'll talk so about that good. later when we get to fan favorites. So, so good. Uh, okay. So that's, mm -hmm. I mean, we've thoroughly broken down Sochi, I think. I think so. So. Shannon did uh, find something else out that she hadn't noticed before. So we're going to do a quick, did you know? Hmm. That's a nice segue, Danielle. Thank you. Uh, did you know that TikTok is a sponsor of Aston Martin? I mean, it plays. It, yeah. So when I, did I was, not. I, I was like, that's interesting. Um, Cause as I'm watching some race footage and they're doing the onboard win, um, cause during the race, there was also a little wheel to wheel contact with oh, yes, Lance Stroll and Seb. And did you see that Stroll got a penalty? Strolls are trolls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you, he got a big penalty. Yeah, he did. So I was like, 
That's good for you. Which added in some more. This is going to be a good segue to our next one, but it did talk about too that if you get, he got two penalty points. And if you get 12 penalty points in a season, you have to miss a race. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. I didn't either. Look at that. Did you know? Mm-hmm. Now we know. Now that's, that's a double did you know. <laughs> no. I wasn't even expecting to be a part of this com- this uh, segment and I just worked one in there. <laughs> you got in there, Daniel. I like it. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now we know. Okay. So now today we're going to, I should have broken down the whole uh, rundown at the beginning of the episode, but I didn't. So sorry. We're going to have, next week we're really going to get that nailed down. Yeah, yes, we're working guys. It's a work in progress here, <laughs> but we're going to talk through, this has been something that has been asked multiple times, multiple times. And honestly, there's some things that, you know, I've had to look up and things. So we're going to do a, it's called F101 there and it's go. some F101 terminology of terms that are often used and thrown around. And if you're not sure what they mean and you don't really know where to, you don't want to sound like a dummy, you know, this is to make sure that this isn't like on Sunday when you're going to the bar and people are going to be talking about football. Right. There's not really as many places for you to drop this knowledge, but. But amongst your circle of people, like if you do find the one or two people that you know that talk (laughs) about F1, you're like, did you know? (laughs) And so we wanted to break through, break down some of the terminology that you hear a lot of acronyms, a lot of things thrown around, and you're like, what the hell does that mean? So we're going to go through a few of them. All right. Pretty what quick. Um, I went through a list and I pulled the ones that, you know, were interesting to me or the ones mm-hmm. that I think that most people don't understand as quick. Okay. So one thing I was talking to my kids about this yesterday, because I'm trying to get my girls really involved in Formula One <laughs> go-karting. No, I'm not, not about that far, but... <laughs> P1. So we were talking about, I was saying, oh, so-and-so started P3. And my kids are like, what? Does weird, that even mean? What Mom? weird language are you mm-hmm. speaking? So if you're not familiar, I feel like if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know what P1, P2, but that means that stands for your place finish, your poll status. So, you know, when somebody, when you're watching Drive to Survive and they say, nice job, P11. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, what? That's where you are in the grid, where you finished, where you start, and where you're kind of yes. ending. And a pole position means that that is first place. Yes. Which is ironic. Did you guys play that game when you were younger, pole position at the arcade? No. Oh, my God. It was a race car game. It was so much fun. I was more I'm of like, a cruising USA yeah. girl. <laughs> I'm older than you are, Danielle. This was pre- <laughs> Pre-cruising? Yeah, pre- pre-cruising, yeah. It's great. But Cruising's still in the arcade. I know. It's a good time. I still can't beat my kids on it, but still. <laughs> Cruising USA still hits. Well, I'm not going to lie. I played it like last time I was at an arcade and felt young again. It's fantastic. Um, I think I, I see a photo up coming in our near future for us oh, to 100%. Be, <laughs> be side by side in Cruising USA. Yes. One term that I had to, honestly, this one was one I had to learn. They talk about it a lot, is the chicane. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Oh, so here we go. The chicane is a tight sequence of corners in alternate directions, usually inserted into a circuit to slow the cars, often just before what had been a high-speed corner. So the chicane, I think, is where Max and Lewis had their little dust-up That was the sausage curb. No, the sausage (laughs) curb is the edges of the But didn't that happen in the curb? Yeah, but in... Okay, the, the there can be curbs in the chicane. Oh wow! Look at all this. <laughs> the chicane is the series of oh the curbs. Okay. Yeah, like of the road. Gotcha. The sausage curb is, is the actual like an ingredient to the pie kind of thing. It's like <laughs> I, sorry, <laughs> everything usually comes back to a recipe. <laughs> Have you eaten lunch yet? Um, <laughs> it's the edge of. The... <laughs> So, yeah. Okay, they got, got into, the tussle was at the edge of the sausage curb. Tussle, look at you. I think in the chicane. Okay. In the chicane. Okay. And I thought when I first heard chicane that it was just in like certain races, like you know how certain races have, the turns have names? Mm-hmm. So, no, it's not. Every race Every has race. a chicane. So now we're going to have to look at, is this a chicane race or not? Like <laughs> heavy chicane? I don't think that that's. I don't think you'll be hearing that on Sky Sports. That is a that's a push push exclusive term, friends. I don't think that you will hear them mentioning a chicane race. I need to hear more chicane. That sounds like the Kentucky F (laughs) one circuit. You're welcome, friends. Um, Which that will bring us into another term that gets thrown around a lot. Okay. Um, The DRS. Mm, Yes. And Shannon, I feel like you're a DRS expert. I do. I, okay, because they they explain this pretty well. I think it's in season three of Drive to Survive, but it's um, 
drag reduction system. And I will read the terms that you put out and then I'll give you how I remember it. Um, when open, reduces drag permitting higher straight line speed. For years, adjustable bodywork has banned F1 until DRS was introduced in 2011 as a technology for increasing overtaking. The system is activated electronically such that only a car following another car by less than a second at a specific point on the track is able to stall downforce on the rear wing using DRS. Now, see, I didn't know that part. That I didn't either. I just knew that there were DRS zones when you right. could be in DRS. Okay, so DRS zones, there were only two in Sochi. So you didn't really see that happen a lot because there weren't a lot of opportunities for them to actually take place in this. But the way that I've kind of understand this is that DRS is basically like punching a hole into the Dirty wind. Air. Yes. So it creates like a almost like a vacuum suction force to allow the car that's behind the front car to gain more speed. So without causing any friction, any resistance in the airspeed, it actually helps you draft and goes faster. So it's ideal. You I mean again, obviously you're not getting DRS if you are, you know, in the front of the pack because there's nobody that yeah, you, you know, you don't need to use. You're not doing it. Um but it is interesting because some courses like the, you just can't activate it because there's not enough space and there's not enough conditions well, that, like, that create the DRS zone. And then Sochi, they like deactivated it. Mm-hmm. I know in in qualifying, I don't know if it wasn't it wasn't deactivated in most of the race, but they can like deactivate it if the conditions. So when it was raining, there's no DRS. Can they use it in qualies? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. But they deactivated it, I think, because of the rain of the conditions. The conditions. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Very so. interesting. Yeah, speaking of qualies, mm-hmm. this term comes in those, a flying lap. Yes. Which the flying lap is usually the one where you get your fastest time and you, you know, finish the finish in your qualifying position. So a flying lap is where a driver pushes at 100% to set his fastest possible time, typically used to describe qualifying laps. And it's basically you've gone out, you've kind of run your done your warm up you've gotten going and then you're on a flying lap and that's where you're trying to I love when they say this and qualities when they're like oh he's out for his flying lap and it's like <laughs> I don't yeah. know why I think that's so funny it's like he'll come back in a minute you can talk to him in a second he's on his flying lap well, out yeah. there <laughs> like, okay. well and if you get in someone's way while they're on a flying lap they it's a, like a no-no like yeah. it's a you're gonna get cussed out at the press conference yeah and then you hear that's when they radio in and are like they're always yeah because if you get in their way when it's kind of known that you're on the flying lap right and yeah don't be get the hell out of the way when someone's flying through exactly yeah don't be an a-hole yeah um so that's also goes back to qualifying since we're talking about flying laps um and q1 q2 q3 now i'm going to talk through this a little bit because i I feel like we've talked through this once before you do really well explaining qualifying so i've once because i've had to do it like 14 times to my dad and my children Mm -hmm. maybe my husband i think he knew it anyways q1 q2 and q3 are the three rounds of knockout qualifying in which the leaders from each round advance to the next with a single 12 minute q3 session reserved for the fastest 10 drivers and all prior times discarded so this process has been used in Formula One since 2006. And before that, I didn't realize this, but the pole sitter was just determined by the best lap of any car in a one-hour session. So just... So you had one hour to make your mark. Mm-hmm. And that was pre-2006. Yes. Okay. Now, everybody starts in Q3, and then we lose the top... Then the, we lose the bottom five drivers. Your times get thrown out. We start again. Mm-hmm. We lose the next five drivers, lowest five, slowest five drivers. And then we have the 10. And then however you finish in that 10 is how you start the race. Love it. So. And then if you have to enforce any infractions, any penalties, that goes on quali- or on a driver day. So like on race day, yeah. that's when you're going to see any lap penalties or any type of penalties that's going to happen right. on race day. Which that's why there's the whole back and forth about the sprint qualifying versus the regular qualifying series and... Because as you know, we had the sprint qualifying last weekend and or two weekends ago in Monza and Valtteri got points for finishing in first, but he still had to finish at the back, like start again at the back of the pack. But yeah, so there's like a whole and I don't know how if they decide to do that more consistently, how if they will adjust rules. Yeah, I think it's I find it interesting that they would do that mid season. Like, why not make that? 
like going into 22 being like, okay, this is, we're going to establish this in 22. But I do think it's, I mean, I get the idea or the point of like, yeah, but you're just kind of giving points at that point for qualifying, which I think if you haven't done it consistently all season, then that doesn't, well, you I know think, me, I like it to be fair. I don't think that's fair. <laughs> well, I think that they stated at the beginning of the season, which ones were going to be which. Oh, did they? I don't, I mean, I'm not, I okay. don't know. I'm that's, oh, see, that's you, you would have validated my, I've been like, oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. If you were, if you were given knowledge before, no, I think that's that fine. They, but, I don't think that they just decide all of a sudden that one's going to be a sprint qualifying and. Oh. I think that they've made a conscious decision to try it at a, a few races. Probably the ones where the most people come to as well. Okay. I mean, Silverstone, right. Monza, those feel like. I don't know. You know what? We're going to have to look into bring that. Dan in here one day. Just be like, your job is to sit behind this computer and like give fact me a check. An- fact check. Yeah. Everything we need a producer. We do. Okay. And the last one, and then we'll move on to our uh, fan favorites is going to be Park Ferme. Because mm, I'm that's still. That's your favorite too. It is my favorite to say. But um, but also because I think that it's. Park Ferme is different on in different times. Like in sprint qualifying and then regular. But. It's the fenced off area where cars are parked immediately after qualifying and a Grand Prix race so they may be inspected by the officials without tampering by the teams. No team members are allowed to touch cars in Parc Ferme except under the supervision of race stewards. So basically, if you're in Parc Ferme, this can also happen in between, like in in the different stages of it. You can't mess with your car. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens in the sprint qualifying. There's this whole period of Parc Ferme where you can't mess with it in between the rounds which you can it's just yeah, there's so many rules i know and it's again i think it, it i'm sure the more we get into this it'll it'll become a, maybe a little bit less murky but it's like do they just pick and choose when this is going to happen like why this track or why this race or you know like, well murkiness feels kind of like the underbelly of f1 though just in terms of you know well said daniel <laughs> You know, this is not a crystal clear operation. No, and it's so money driven. And, you know, it seems sometimes like playing games with your kids where you just make up the rules in between. Mm, Yeah. They're like, that's not how we play. And it's like, wait a second. You didn't establish those rules at the beginning of the game. Yeah. But, okay. Excellent. Well, thank you, Daniel. That is a wonderful new addition to our our program. F101. This will be a reoccurring segment. If you have anything you'd like me to cover in F101. I actually would like to contribute something to F101 because this happened in the race at Sochi where Lando crossed over white lines. Oh, yes. Okay. And I was like, well, what does that mean? So crossing the lines. um, He crossed the line, the white line going into pit lane after his he got off the track. So yeah. after he slipped, he came back and he crossed over the line. They're like, oh, we can't do that. Um, so the white line is at the edge of the track and it requires a driver to keep at least one wheel in contact with that line at all times. But each track has a range of services behind the white line, which could be curbs, artificial grass, regular grass, or gravel. Right. Um, so it just kind of depends based upon the track about how the stewards actually enforce the white line. And there's different stewards at every yes. race. Yes, so, which makes it interesting. But the stewards at this race settled on just a reprimand for Lando with no penalty, saying that the track and the weather conditions at the time played a role in the incident. Yeah, so, I don't think he was intentionally. I, yeah, we don't think he intentionally did that. But The it, way, the but way like, Stroll intentionally ran into, Seb, Seb. into the wall. Right? Oh, man. <laughs> He's not making any friends. You don't mess with Sebastian Vettel. We will come after you. <laughs> I mean, we'll you. I think Mother Nature is going to come after him. That's true. How many points is or how many penalty points does he have right now? Well, he didn't have any, but now he has two. Oh. I was like, how quickly can he get twelve? Right, he needs ten more. <laughs> yeah. mm. He's pretty. I don't know. Well, he might do a good job himself. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I. Anyways, sorry, I got off topic no, that's there okay. again. That's okay. So, um, Danielle, what about the favorites? What fan favorites? This fan favorites. I'm glad that everyone is like as jazzed as about this new addition. Same as we are. We just love when you guys comment. Um, I mean, we just love anything, anything, but especially love when you guys share your deepest, darkest reasons why you love someone. It makes me so happy to hear. Oh, it's, it's fills so me great. with joy. And it just makes me feel like I'm not alone and being like, who's your favorite? You know, <laughs> like it's, <laughs> The way that Shannon was smiling about Lewis Hamilton is how I smile about people being like, well, my favorite is. And then you get to debate it and you get to learn about them. And it's, yeah. it's a whole... It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. And so this week we did 
favorite team principles. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate that we don't get as much team principal activity in coverage. But they're so busy. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I know. And you get do. more if you watch the practice rounds and the qualifying rounds because they pop up much more frequently there. Yeah. But I do think that they're just such fun personalities. They really are. I mean, we're seeing a lot of Christian Horner and Total Wolf because we're seeing a lot of shit go down between Max Verstappen right. and Lewis Hamilton. So I think if, you know... It's Hatfields and McCoys out there with those right. two. <laughs> it's just... It's so much. And, and you know, some of the other ones are a little bit more behind the scenes. And yeah. they're such big personalities. Yeah. But, you know, I would always love more Gunter. Oh, always. And I'm glad that I wasn't alone because a few people came through and said, Gunter, maybe not the best, but my fave. Yeah. And, you know, Kells underscore 78, I agree. He may not be the best, but. He makes for great television. And his team may be the worst, but he is just a joy. Just. Ugh. Which, okay, can we also, just for a second for Gunther, he's Italian. Yeah. It is it is a mind-blowing thing. I mean, he's born in Italy. But I think he's from, he's like close, it's the part of Italy that's close to Austria, right? I, I don't know my Italian geography enough to know. He's like from where northern that is. Italy. Okay. His daughter's name is Greta. <laughs> I know. Brother. His name is Gunter Steiner. I mean, I just I don't understand. We're going to have to deep dive on him and find out more. Um, This is a good one. Gunter or Toto? Gunter is the fun uncle and Toto is the dad we all need. <laughs> Ashley Hack said that one. Agreed, Ashley. Um, Toto is the best, but Gunter is the most entertaining. Yes. Gunter, hands down, love his honesty and personality. Want to root for him, not his drivers. <laughs> Was that my mom? Did she send that? <laughs> I don't know. Is she C care 10? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Toto, although Gunter is a close second because he makes me laugh. And really that's, it, it was really a three person race here. Yeah. It was Christian Horner, Toto or Gunter. There was no other. Well, actually, uh, and Zach Brown snuck in there too. Even though he's not a principal. He's not a principal, but people love him. But you know. You did not. I, in the beginning, I was not a Zach Brown fan. I was like, how does this guy keep his job? He's terrible at it but i came around and now i'm i'm a fan yeah someone said gotta be zach brown he really faced through the bad times at mclaren and now it's at its best it's true i mean he he, his job was to put the wheels back on the bus and he's done a great job yeah you had no faith in him i didn't but thankfully the team at mclaren did (laughs) Thankfully, they don't listen to me (laughs) Uh, someone else jenny from the block said technically ceo not principal but i'm a zach brown fan so those were the the top four but so after Gunter and Zach Brown, they were best of the rest. Okay. It was, an, it was a full Toto and Christian Horner showdown. Which is so funny to me. But again, I think too, if you in the show, because we don't get Toto until season three. So you're getting... Yeah, he's in season two, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Oh. Anyways, continue. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. Um, we just... You get so much charisma from Christian and you get like this... You do? You in the beginning, <laughs> yeah, you do. Like you get, you Maybe get to, to understand the sport. He brings you into the sport. Yes. He's a very like he's very um, compelling and very engaging. Yes. and so it's you know it's great. But you also see him when his back's against the wall, he doesn't back down. So no. you're like, oh, okay. You know, you're like, look at you flexing on him for a hot second. I see it. So I'm not not a fan of Christian. No, I'm, I'm just a bigger fan of Toto. In all aspects. I'm here for Christian. Like, yes. I'm here for what he's bringing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what people are saying. Christian, because he's ruthless. He is. Christian he Horner, is. all caps. Uh, someone said Christian because he's a DILF. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. Minus the whiny part. <laughs> yeah. There are some times where he just, it's like he takes his headgear he and yeah. he throws it off and he wants to go home. And I'm like, what are you doing? Um, you still have a race. You can't just leave. Yeah, where's the other one? Christian, but I actually love Toto. That's true. Christian Horner, I love how he stirs the pot, keeps it interesting. And that can set it better, Casey mm-hmm. Priestley. Like, he keeps it interesting. He and he's does. not afraid to just just get in there and shake shit up. No, he's not. And he's like that the kid that tattles on everybody. He's like, no, 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 no. Hold on. Let me go see my stewards real quick. <laughs> like, I can see you. Right. Um, Christian Horner, fire emoji, and married to a ginger spice. Yeah, he is. He's married That's to a ginger true. spice. Um, and then let's just all clap it up for Toto because he got so much love. Do you think, like, what's percentage-wise? What do you think Toto got? 
Oh, 95%. No, maybe not that much. I think he probably got 90 and then the rest all split. It was maybe 5% Christian Horner. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, he's just overwhelmingly Toto. Overwhelmingly Toto. Okay. Toto, don't know how old he is, but he's hot. Um, What's, um, I I think I wrote it down. I just remember figure out where. (laughs) Toto, because of the BDE he possesses. If you don't know what that is, you're going to have to look that That's up. That's a, di- yeah, we, we can't break that <laughs> can't, one down in F101. We can't do that one. Uh, Toto's the best. Oh, I wrote that one already. Uh, so many good ones, but Toto, hard eye emoji. Oh my gosh. Two people said BDE for Toto. Wow. Ooh. Toto, BDE for sure. Look at this. Toto is a zaddy. There are no other correct answers. <laughs> Toto Wolf, love how he says Lewis when referring to Lewis. Lewis. I totally agree with that. Um, and also, um, honorable mention for Mattia Binotto, who is the team that principal was... at Ferrari. Thank you. Um, he got a shout out specifically because of his stylish eyewear. He is fantastic. Um, but yeah, people were coming hard for Toto and Christian Horner. That was the, the battle continued off the grid and in our DMs. Yeah. It's a good time for a fan favorite. And next week, I think we'll be doing or not with that next week. This week, we'll be doing favorite teams. So favorite teams, get ready, get ready, get ready. And there's only one correct answer. So <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> well, well, maybe I'll put together. Oh, I just had a moment of inspiration. I've been planning out this Ferrari, like you know, story of my love to Ferrari. And this feels like the right week okay. to bring it. Okay. Friday. It, Stay tuned. Maybe she's trying to persuade you guys which direction you should go with your favorite team. But do not let Danielle's persuasive personality push you into the red car. I mean, Enzo Ferrari said, ask a child to draw a picture of a car and they'll color it red. Listen, Just when they can get saying. out of fifth and sixth place, come back. Oh, uh, they were in third place. That's one of them. <laughs> Gosh. All right. <laughs> we love you guys. You're the that best. That leads to Shannon wanted to tackle some. We're going to bring back this segment. Some absolutely nots and some absolutely yeses. Correct. I need to get, um, I'm going to start with an absolutely not. And that was pit lane. Pit lane was an absolutely Pit not. lane was an absolutely not. The rain was also an absolutely the not. The rain was an absolutely not. Lando. This was an absolute yes and then an absolute no. It was so I sad. Know. Listen, you just got to listen to your team, buddy. Yeah, Take the absolutely not was Lando not listening to his team. Correct. Absolutely yes. Here, you can. Here's your chance. Lewis getting his 100th win. <laughs> That's an absolutely yes. Lewis, Lewis, Lewis. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Very short-lived. No, well, okay. Well, <laughs> no, we're also going to do pole position for the week, oh, which gives you right. another okay. chance. So this is how we're going to wrap up every episode. Got it. Okay. Who was on pole position for you for this week? Pole position this week, Max Verstappen. <gasps> wow. I know. I wow. Know. Wow. I know. Wow. Consider me floored. I know. I've been thinking long and hard about this for the past couple hours, and I was like, you know... You just have to give credit where credit's due. Coming from P20. Oh, he was incredible. To P2. I mean, he wasn't going to catch Lewis, which that usually doesn't happen. Like, there's usually a dogfight with those two. So it was actually really nice to see him so far behind Lewis when he came in. Oh, look at her. She couldn't even give him a compliment without throwing him under the bus. I had to keep it realistic. (laughs) My love for him only goes so far, Danielle. And then I'm going to take it back. <laughs> she was like, "Man, that's it." That's and it. scene. Mm-hmm. Wow, but I still wasn't expecting. I know. I mean, I do think it showed a lot of his maturity and how, and he knew that he needed to get points, and that he's coming from P twenty. He didn't need to go like. I mean, he obviously exceeded. I think their team's expectations, and I think he realized like I need to race smart and not. He, you could see a bunch of times where he could have gotten really bullish and he, you know, made the smarter choice and didn't try and like stick his nose into things and kind of waited for the race to come to him as opposed to, I feel like what he's done in the past, which is just charging in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Well, who gets your pole position this week? Carlos Sainz. Naturally. I mean, I'm just so happy for him. Chili. 
you know, it was his birth. He's coming off a birthday. <laughs> his birthday was like a month ago. Whatever. <laughs> it's always his birthday. Um, yeah, I just, I had, I think that he was nervous. You know, I think that he recovered well. Yeah, he, he had did. His race had a lot of ups and downs. He had a terrible pit stop. He had a great start. Then he had a terrible pit. And he kind of ran into some roadblocks along the way. And I think he showed also some maturity and just patience and... Again, did you love his commentary when it's like, and that's a P3, Carlos? Oh, and he said, vamos. <laughs> yeah, vamos, Carlos. Yes, I loved it. It made me happy. I needed a Ferrari on the podium. Well, you got one. I know. I'm, proud of it. I'm, I'm excited. It's- I was just very happy. And like I said, I wouldn't have spoken to you all day Sunday if Daniel Ricardo had passed him at the end. I don't mean this to like be the jab that it's going to come out it's going to come as a jab so go ahead i'm not saying it to be a jab i'm just saying it is nice that we both get our boys on the podium this week yes it doesn't always happen this feels like a role reversal of last week when i was making fun of daniel ricardo yeah mm -hmm. how does it feel daniel to sit in that seat and to get it so often no (laughs) i want to say my my ferrari boys have been on the podium more than daniel ricardo has not that is not a lie. I mean, no. I did. I watched the race. I said what I, I said. Yeah. <laughs> I watched the race. I know what happens. <laughs> I know what happens. But anyways, it's been yeah. a great week. I mean, I think it was an unexpectedly amazing race weekend. Those last six laps, man. I was not upset that I got up early. No. The I set that alarm. quickly subsided after that. I was like, oh! Yeah, it okay. was great. Yeah. So I think we had a great week of, we, they really push-pushed. I mean, we're going to pour one out for Lando, and it's going to happen for him. It will happen. It's going to do great. But until then, until it does, we'll (laughs) be posting love notes for him on Instagram, F1 Push Push. Um, Please make sure you follow us there. You can send us in your uh, your fan favorites on Fridays. Say that three times fast. And also, you guys are doing a fantastic job of sharing the love on the reviews so, oh, so we much. love them and we get so giddy when it's like oh my gosh we have a new one so feel free if you haven't written a review on itunes or you can even go to spotify and do it there too yeah. we just we love your love oh my gosh it, we text each other every time there's a new one it's so, so please make our day <laughs> and rate and review us on apple podcasts or wherever you consume podcasts and we will talk to you guys next week push push <laughs> <laughs>